Good morning, everybody, and welcome to The Daily Oz. It is Thursday, the 9th of June. Hope you've had a sensational week so far. On today's podcast, we're going to be talking about the Muragapan family from Biloela. Plenty to discuss, plenty of developments this week. Zara, kick us off with what we need to know. Some outer space news. NASA will launch three rockets from the Northern Territory starting at the end of this month. It'll be the first time NASA has launched a rocket from Australia since 1995, with about 75 NASA personnel arriving for the launches, which will finish on the 12th of July. The Tasmanian government has announced it will raise the minimum age of detention for children from 10 to 14. In a statement announcing the change, Tasmanian Youth Minister Roger Jainch said, We know that detention does not support rehabilitation or reduce the likelihood of reoffending for younger children. An emergency services dispatcher in Buffalo was fired this week after an investigation into their handling of the shooting that killed 10 people last month. The investigation came after the dispatcher yelled at the caller for whispering to avoid the gunman's attention and then hanging up. And today's good news, the Socceroos are 90 minutes away from qualifying for the 2022 World Cup in Qatar later this year. Their hopes are still alive after defeating the United Arab Emirates 2-1 in Qatar. They will now play Peru on Tuesday next week. It's an early start for those who want to watch the game. I think it starts at about 3.30am with the winner booking a spot in the World Cup. Zara, one of the big promises that Anthony Albanese made during the campaign and now it looks like has delivered is the return of the Murugapan family to Biloela. Why don't we start this discussion by understanding who the Murugapan family is and why they're in the news this week? Okay, so in short, there are four people in the Murugapan family who are part of this story. Kopika and Tanika, who are two young girls born in Australia, to father Nares and mother Priya, who both fled Sri Lanka and arrived in Australia by boat about a decade ago. Now, while their asylum applications were being assessed, they received bridging visas and moved to the rural town of Biloela, which is located in central Queensland and was where the two daughters were born. In 2018, the family was taken to immigration detention and then to Christmas Island the following year. If we move to last year, to 2021, the family was moved to Perth. That was after Tanika suffered a blood infection and they've remained in community detention in Perth since then. The previous coalition government, though there were a few people that did support the family returning to Billow, didn't actually take that action. But during the election, Labor said that they would support the family returning to their home. This is what Prime Minister Anthony Albanese told TDA about the Murugapan family just days out from the election. And so I, for example, we will settle uh, the the family back to Billow. Uh, That is... uh, absurd that these two young girls who were born here and uh, Nada's uh, the father and Priya, uh, their mum, uh, who are wanted in that local community have been kept from that community. Now, obviously, we know that Labor won the election and so yesterday the family finally headed back to Billow after years and years in detention. They addressed the media outside Perth Airport on Wednesday morning where they thanked their followers for their support and bid farewell to their temporary home in Perth. 
Priya said that her family was very happy to start their journey back to Billow, giving a heartfelt goodbye to her Perth community before boarding the plane. So the family has made their way back to Billow, but what changed to let them leave detention? So less than a week after Labor's victory at the election, Jim Chalmers, who was the interim Home Affairs Minister at the time, remember there were just a few ministers sworn in before Anthony Albanese jetted off overseas. Jim Chalmers used his powers under the Migration Act to let them return home, and this is called a ministerial intervention. The position they're in now is that they're on a bridging visa, which is what the Australian government can grant you in special circumstances that lets you stay in the country legally while your immigration status can be resolved. But I do remember you saying that Nadez and Priya were both granted bridging visas back when they first arrived in Australia, and that didn't actually stop them from being taken from Billow in the first place. So what's changed now? Well, you've just pointed out what the lingering concern is for the family and for the lawyers of the family. The Non-Profit Asylum Seeker Resource Centre, or the ASRC, said in a statement following the news that while they welcomed the decision, they were concerned that the family was not given permanent protection. So again, they're on bridging visas, but they haven't been given any permanent protections under the law. In a statement, the ASRC described the bridging visas as punitive and said that they give no access to mainstream social support and limited access to work, education and Medicare. It isn't totally clear to us if or when the Morigapan family will be granted a permanent visa, but that should be decided while they're on their bridging visas, which would be turned into a more substantive visa if their application is successful. Despite them being just on bridging visas, the family will now get to settle back in Billow. What's next for the family? Well, the next major event for the family will be on Sunday when Tanika celebrates her first birthday outside of detention with a pink party. Tanika was just nine months old when her family left Billow and her fifth birthday will coincide with the town's multicultural festival, which will also take place over the weekend and it's expected a large media presence will be there this year. Her sister Kopika gave her approval of the party, saying that she's excited about Tanika's party as pink was also her favourite colour. Following that, the family will then have to rebuild their lives back in Billow, where they haven't been for a number of years. And just finally, what do we know about the number of people still in detention in this country? So as of January this year, figures from the Department of Home Affairs found that over 1,500 people remain in immigration detention facilities across Australia. And we know also that 96% of detainees are men. There were 11,225 people in community detention, which is a form of detention that allows asylum seekers to live in the community and to choose where they live. So kind of like what was happening in Perth with the Morgapin family. Of those, about three quarters were men and 14% were children. That's all for today's episode of The Daily Oz. If you enjoyed what you heard today, then we'd love a review on Spotify or Apple. You can also check us out on Instagram at The Daily Oz, where we'll be doing the news throughout the day. Until then, we'll speak to you tomorrow.